0: Hey guys, welcome back to Growing in Christ. I am your host, Shadora Foy, and today our topic will be how God desires us. And I'm really excited to be back on the podcast and doing things. I know for a little while I went MIA, but I was just trying to figure out like how I was going to do certain things. And being a youth and still being in school, it got a little hectic, but now um, we are out for summer break. So I have a lot more time on my hands, so I'm looking to be... A little bit more committed to doing this um doing the podcast um like I said for today our topic will be God desires us and one reason that I feel that God desires us is to manifest himself now God desiring us is not the same as God needing us but he does want us you know because for him to create us and have angels and legions of angels that's like a whole lot of angels that are willing to praise him 24 7 day in and day out with no hesitation like no saying i don't want to no feeling tired no saying okay but let me eat first like none of that none of the things that he has to deal with with man so he still created them, knowing everything. So he must, we must be a desirable thing to him. And um, like I had said, the first thing that I thought of was God desires man to manifest Himself, meaning not that He needs us, but to be a promise keeper, you have to have somebody to make a promise to. To be a burden bearer, you need somebody with a burden that you can bear, you know, angels don't have burdens, angel, angels don't need a healer, you know, there is an angel, the Raphael angel, and he is the angel of healing, so he doesn't need a healer, he doesn't need to look to the hills which cometh his strength, okay, so there's, um, different angels that just don't need necessarily need those things of god because god has already created them in a perfect way so therefore he created us to execute those things within us and the first verse that we'll be talking about is hebrews chapter 10 and 36 so i encourage you all to grab your bibles some notebook journals or just um pens and pencils some different things to take notes just in case if you have a That pops into your head about maybe it be a question or just be some little note of truth that you would like to write down. Um, Like I said, we're going into Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36, which says, For you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. So there's two things in here that we have need of endurance. And Our need of endurance, we don't get, the world doesn't tell us to keep on living for God. It won't tell us that. Sometimes we don't even tell ourselves that. Sometimes, you know, certain people come from families where they've decided to be Christians, yet their family has not decided to claim Jesus Christ as their Savior. You know, so other people and other things will not give us that endurance. So if we have need of endurance, that's saying right there that, We have need of God, and that's one way that God manifests himself. That's one way that God shows himself to us is because we can only get that endurance from him. Because nothing else in this world will tell us to keep on praising God but God or the people of God. And even sometimes not even the people of God, because there's certain things that each individual goes through that people are like, really reluctant about pushing you forward in but you may be hearing from the Lord you may be hearing from the Holy Spirit and again not everybody's perfect so you may be going through something and God is telling you something, yet somebody else is like, oh, I don't feel that that's correct, but you know the voice of the Lord. So God gives you that endurance. God gives you what you need when your parents can't give it to you, or your pastor can't give it to you, or just your friends can't give it to you. And then the other thing it says that, um, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. So that's another thing. If God is a promise maker and a promise keeper, he has to make a promise. And then we have the chance to receive the promise. So how, how great are we that God desires us, that he desires to make a promise to us? Um, I went through a time in my church where we were talking about faith and i was like before i was really reluctant about having faith because it was like god i don't know because what if this goes wrong or what if that goes wrong i really not i really rather not put my hope in something that might fail but knowing that god will never fail so god was like i don't even have to worry about that so god made that promise and he stretched my faith To believe in something so that he may manifest himself because it was not of me. I don't know about anybody else, but it truly was not of myself to have faith. I was really um, okay with just settling. I was like, it's fine, God. I'll just settle. I just won't have this and I won't have that. I'm okay. That's the that's the road that I thought my life would go on. But God had renewed that faith in me. He had given me a promise that I could hold on to. So yeah, so God does those things to manifest Himself. So those different things that are like, but God do I want it? But it's like allowing God to manifest himself to us and that's why he loves us that's why he delights in us that's why he's like have faith in me so i can be faithful to perform you know god is always telling us to believe on me it's not to boost him up or because he's the god of everything and above him there is none so (laughs) he can't go much higher if you're the most high it's not to like Boost God up, but it's because God wants to manifest himself because he loves us so much. Um, The next scripture that we'll be going to is Psalm 34, and we'll be reading um, verses 17 through 19. So, on Psalm 34, 17, it says, The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears. And delivers them out of all their troubles so right here just breaking it down verse by verse um, it's talking about how the Lord hears and delivers the righteous out of all their troubles so we're going to have burdens and we're gonna have troubles but it's almost so the Lord can manifest himself you know it's it's like those women who put themselves in situations and like put themselves in distress only so that a man can quote unquote save them. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how it is for us. Only that we usually don't put ourselves in those situations, but we have that, that confidence and that faith that in whatever situation that we'll be in, if we just cry out, the Lord will deliver us. The Lord will be faithful to perform. He will manifest himself to us. That is our, our hope you know and then in verse 18 it says the lord is near to those who have a broken heart and saves such as have a contrite spirit so god is our savior god heals us you know it just this really gets me excited just to see how much god is willing to do because you know he wants to save us he wants to heal us he Desires to do those things for us because he knows that we'll have troubles He knows that the devil is against us and he is our enemy and you know Whoever loses his life for Jesus Christ's sake will find it He knows that we lose our lives for his sake So why wouldn't he be faithful to help us knowing that we will have to deal with so much? Just coming to God just coming to Christ. He is like, okay, I know that you gave your life up. I know that you left things behind. But guess what? I'm gonna give you so much greater promises. I'm gonna I'm gonna enlarge your territory because I love you. I did not make you lose all those things to be in poverty, but I only wanted you to gain so much more. And I mean that is a wonderful God that we serve. And then in verse 19, it says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. So we will have afflictions. We will have things that just really hurt us, things that get on our nerves, you know, things that we understand, but other people don't understand. And, you know, because the world didn't accept Jesus Christ, they won't accept us. We're going to have different afflictions. It's not... It's not always fun. Yes, we love God and we love Christ and we know that the works of the wicked lead to nothing. But it's not always fun when everybody's partaking in something that you cannot partake in. You know, it's it's not always fun to be that different person, to be that light upon the hill, to be that lamp that cannot be hid. You know, it's not always that exciting to be that way. But God says that... He will help us in those times. And then when we have those troubles, when we are mourning, He will comfort us and He will deliver us from our afflictions out of our pains and our heartaches. So that is truly a blessing. And then we'll go to John 1, 12 through 13. And me here. Kind of flipping through my Bible too. <laughs> um okay so in john 1 in verse 12 starting with verse 12 it says but as many as received him to them he gave the right to become children of god even to those who believe in his name verse 13 who are born not of blood nor of the will of flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So it just talks about how God, and this is truly God desiring us, because it wasn't good enough for us to just be his people, or us to just be some people that were saved. You know, some victims that got saved by Jesus Christ. No, God loved us so much. He desired us so much that he wanted us to be his very own Children and why would he want us to be his children? So he can claim the name of being a father He wanted to be a father. He wanted to have sons and daughters He wanted to care for them and part of the reason why God puts himself in the position to show himself as healer to show himself as father to show himself as these things are because he needs to show us so he's basically showing himself as this to show us because if we see, if we know God as father and we see how he treats his children as being a father then you young men will know what a father is like let's say that you don't have an earthly father let's say that your earthly father wasn't a good role model and we all fall short of the glory of God but it's the fact that you have the Heavenly Father to look towards. Let's say that you want to be a doctor or you want to be somebody that helps people. You need to know the characteristics of a healer. Let's say that you are somebody who helps people, like if you are a, working as a coach or if you're working in physical therapy and you really want to help people with their strength. You need to know someone that gives strength, to know someone that does those things and it's it's very helpful you know we're all not going to be on the level of god but it's something to look towards it's an example for fathers it's an examples for the doctors or for just therapists you know because god is a mighty counselor it's just a good example to look towards because the world is not going to be our example the world is not going to be the good example put it that way So God made sure that he put himself in the position to be all these things so that we could have something to look for. You know, we wouldn't have to say, well, I want to be a great mother, but I don't know what a great mother looks like. I can just look to God as being a great father and realize my duties, you know, or "I I want to be a great doctor and to help heal people, but I don't know what those characteristics are. I don't know if I should be mean or if I should be nice, if I should be rude or if I should give up easily. I don't know. And God will show you that you are supposed to endure. You are supposed to be kind. You are supposed to be helpful at all times. You know God is that person that we can look towards that is an example for all. And then We'll turn our Bibles to Psalm eighteen and thirty. Get it here. All righty. So it's Psalm eighteen and thirty, and it says, As for God. His way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. So the word of God is proven. I love that part of, I love the whole verse, don't get me wrong. But that's the part that really sticks out to me is that the word of the Lord is proven. So uh, the whole book of the Bible is Proven, you know everything that God says is proven. How is it proven through us? You know because the Bible is mainly about us, you know, it's about us It's about God. It talks about what we should do what we shouldn't do, you know, being Looking towards God it talks about the Israelites and how they are the people of God It talks about man from the very beginning, you know, it really talks about us So it's saying that the word of the Lord is proven, and how you can say it's proven, is through us. You know, God, how great is it to be a part of God's story? Even us today, even us as the children of God. I know this Bible was written hundreds and hundreds of years ago, so how could we possibly be in it? But these scriptures still connect to our situations today. Even the prophecies in the book, you know, it is so... It's such a blessing to see prophecy be fulfilled even in today's day. So it is really cool, you know, if you will. It's really exciting to see that you're living in something that was prophesied in the Bible, you know. It's it's something that is very amazing and it's something that shows that our faith is real it's something that it's a little a little piece of concrete on the foundation of our faith that we have knowing that this word of god that was written so many years ago still rings true and is yet ringing true i mean we have not yet Um, come into that place where we are in the perfected um, new jerusalem and where we are all perfected having the word of god in our hearts and we're reigning with jesus christ and god so it is still and yet has so much more to be proven and so much more to Be revealed by God and that is such a blessing and like I said before that is one of the the stones on our foundation you know something to stand upon knowing and that's all about knowing the Word of God and growing in Christ that's all about growing in him and getting an understanding of him and what's actually going on because the more that you understand God the more that you get in tune with God the more that you have a relationship with God you have more to you have more information to defend your faith you know it's hard to defend something that you don't have any information about versus if you do dig deeper and you read the word of god and you're like wow that is so true you know it's it's something that helps you defend your faith and um now we'll go to psalm 138 and 8 So, Psalms 138 and 8 says, The Lord will perfect that which concerns me. Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands. Okay. So, um this scripture is like oh, about to be one of my favorite scriptures. It is so good. It sounds so, it's like um, how it says the word of God is so sweet. It it really does sound very sweet. Um, just knowing that the Lord will perfect that which concerns me. And just speaking to you all, the Lord will perfect that which concerns you. So the things that concern you, God is going to perfect those things. (laughs) That is such a blessing. God is going to perfect your relationships. God is going to perfect the works that he put inside of you. God is going to perfect the things that concern you. I mean, that is such a blessing. And that is one of that is something that God can manifest himself in. He that is a promise of God. And he can manifest that in our lives. And that is our faith as well. And then the second part that says, "Your mercy, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the works of your hands." Just hearing that is like it's like um, music to my he- my ears. Just knowing that the mercy of the Lord endures forever, like it never runs out. It's always going. And that just saying, Lord, do not forsake the works of your hands, just like because we are the works of his hands. So kind of like saying, Lord, don't forsake us. Lord, stay with us. Lord, be with us. Lord, do not forsake the works of your hands because you created us and you created us in your image and you created us in perfection and in your likeness, Lord. So it is truly a blessing. And then Isaiah 55 and 11 will be the next verse. Just going to find that here. So, Isaiah 55 and 11 says, So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth, it shall not return to me void. But it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. So that is God talking right there. That is God saying that my word shall not fail. That is a promise of God. That is truly a promise of God, saying that his word shall not fail. So that God, like I was saying when I started about how God had tested me to have faith, he had pulled me to have faith, and I was like, God, it's not my word to have faith in a better life or have faith in a better relationship or different things. It wasn't my word to do those things, but it was God's word. and. God said that his word shall not fail. So if God says, I shall supply all your needs according to my riches and glory, that's his words. So you can, I mean, use God's words against him because it is his words. I'm not saying that he will ever forget because, you know, but you can say, Lord, I, I know I do. it that way I know I do when I'm having my rough days and I'm having faith in the things that only God promised me I'm like okay God you promised me this and I don't say it aggressively like God you did it no but I'm just saying God you promised me this so I'm believing you for it it wasn't of me it's not like it's something that I asked for that I wasn't ready for no Lord you you promised this to me so that's where that's also where our comfort lies knowing that the Word of God will not return back to him void so the things that he promises us he will accomplish you know because that's that's his word. You know, it's like when it says a man is known by his word, you know, a word is a man's word is all that he has. It was the same thing that goes for God. It says that heaven and earth will pass away before one jot or tilt of God's word fails. So we know and I always think of, well, God, uh, heaven and earth doesn't look like it's passed away yet. So I'm still believing in your word and that's where your faith can be to be at too if you choose to. And um the next verse will be Matthew 26 and 53. So Matthew 26 and 53 says, or do you think that I cannot now pray to my father and he will provide me with more than 12 legions of angels. Wow. So that is for all of us. <laughs> it almost makes me want to read more. I guess I'll read um, 54 as well. And it says, how then could the scriptures be fulfilled that it must happen thus? And 55 says in that hour jesus said to the multitudes have you come out as against a robber with swords and clubs to take me I sat with you teaching in the temple and you did not seize me Verse 56 says but all this was done that the scripture of the prophets might be fulfilled then all the disciples forsook him and fled so that was um, at Jesus's betrayal and arrest. So it's basically it was Jesus saying, you know, you don't have to pursue me with swords because I could have legions of angels come to my rescue if I wanted to. But he knew that God's word had to be proven, that the um, the scriptures of the prophets had to be fulfilled. So that is truly a Blessing towards us knowing that we can pray to God and ask Him for anything. You know, God is willing to perform in any situation. God is willing to move in our situations. He's willing to send us legions of angels if we pray to Him. And that's in every situation. You know, even in this situation, though, Jesus had to suffer in different things for, so that the scriptures could be fulfilled. Some things that we go through, we don't have to suffer. It's not necessarily the same thing as Jesus is calling. God doesn't want us to suffer. In those situations, we are supposed to pray to God and call on those legions of angels. So we have to be mindful of um, the things that we suffer through that we don't have to i remember one time um i was doing something i was going through something and god was just talking to me and he was like why do you suffer in vain (laughs) you know like and i was like well god and god was like no i mean it's not yes we will go through suffering for jesus christ's sake but there are certain things that we suffer in vain. And when God told me that, I was like, wow. And God was telling me about, there's no We should not suffer in vain because though Jesus Christ said that we have suffering for claiming him, we also have life more abundantly for claiming him. So it's knowing when we suffer and when we don't suffer. It's not a full life of just suffering, you know, and it's not a full life of the good ship lollipop. Like it's not, it's, it's in balance. It's a healthy balance in God. So, the next scripture that we will be going to is Romans 8 and 32. You guys can listen to the birds chirp there if you can hear it. Um, So, um, the scripture was Romans 8 and 32, which says, He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things so god gave his son for us and he's also willing to freely give us all things he that is a promise of him to manifest himself and how does this manifest god how does this show a characteristic of god or show up about who god is well it shows that he owns All things if he's willing to give us all things then he must own all things you know I could say oh I'm willing to give you the whole Barnes & Nobles corporation but I don't own it so I can't it's not mine to give but if God says that he's willing to give us all things that means that they're all his to give Meaning that he wants to manifest himself. Um, I was reading the scripture that without faith is impossible to please God. Because God gets pleased by doing good works. God gets pleased by executing righteousness. God gets pleased by being a healer. By proving himself. And that is a truly a blessing. We have a God that doesn't just want to sit there and watch us sacrifice and worship just for... For his own entertainment and never give us a thing we have a God that is like no ask me to be your counselor ask me to be your friend I'm willing I want to be I desire to be and that is truly a blessing we have an active God, and that is something to truly be grateful for. We have a God that is willing to be active in our lives. Sometimes we don't even have friends or family that are willing to be active in our lives, but we have a God that is willing to be active 24-7 Like he never sleeps at 12 o'clock in the morning. If you have a situation, God is there for you. He is right there for you, not with sleep in his eyes, not with barely hearing you and going in and out and tired. No, he's like right there, alert and awake for you. And then we'll go to Luke 12 and 32. so Luke 12 and 32 says do not fear little flock for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom so that really does comfort me in my heart to know that I don't have to fear because not only is it that we're striving and trying to tread eggshells and walk on needles to do everything right to make it into the kingdom of God. No, It's nothing to fear about. It's nothing that, oh, one little mishap and God's like, oh, I was waiting on that so I could kick you out of the kingdom so I wouldn't have you in the kingdom. I was waiting on you to slip up. I was waiting on you to sin so now I don't have to deal with you in my kingdom. No, it pleases God to give us the kingdom. It pleases God that we will be able in those times to fellowship with him and to be with him and to just worship him in his holy presence like that pleases the lord and it is such a blessing to serve a god that actually it pleases him to give us the kingdom you know for us to be in the kingdom and be with him that is such a blessing so our last verse here will be James one, seventeen through eighteen. So again, that is James 1 17 through 18, which says every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Verse 18 says of his own will. He brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creation. So. I like verse 18 where it says, Of his own will he brought us forth by the word of truth that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creation. So it was by God's own word that he brought us forth. Hence, that God desires us. You know, it was by his word that he brought us forth. You know, not somebody else's word, not it was like some random thing that happened and now we're. God stuck with us, you know. No, it was God saying, I want to have this person, that person, this person, and that person. I want man to be created. I want to have children. I want to have people who are willing to do my work, you know. And when verse 17 where it says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning." That is, Um, yeah, or shadow of turning. That is such a blessing that every good gift that we have, every perfect gift that we have is from God. God desires to give us gifts not only is he willing to help us in time of need not only is he willing to give us strength when we're weak not only is he willing to save our lost souls but he also gives us gifts who gets gifts for being saved who gets gifts for being weak and needing someone else's strength who gets gifts for being sick and needing a healer like Who does that? The world would not give us gifts for those things. You know, the world wouldn't do that. But our Lord, our God does that for us. And that's what sets him apart. And that's another thing of God desiring... man so that he may manifest himself is because we show how God is set apart. When we are having a bad day, yet there's a smile on our face because we have the joy of the Lord in our hearts. It shows that there's something different about our God, that somebody actually cares about us. Yes, our parents care about us. Yes, some of us have friends, even girlfriends or boyfriends that care about us, but it's it's God who really makes the difference. Because even God never has a bad day. Sometimes our parents come home crabby from work and they snap at us and it almost feels like they don't care about us. Knowing that that's not true, but it feels that way, but God never ever has a bad day he never comes home crabby from work you know he never is tired and just needs five minutes even though you you just won an award and a first place medal on your soccer team and god's just like okay hold on hold on i i just need five minutes of rest just five minutes to rest real quick and then we can talk about that that doesn't feel good. I mean, you can you can bring yourself to some understanding, but it's like, oh my gosh, I just won this award. Like, don't you want to hear about it? Doesn't it kind of wake you up? You know, is things like that, that God is never going to need that five minutes. God is never going to be crabby. God is never going to have a bad day or an off day or a day where he can't talk to us, you know? and that's truly a blessing that we serve a God like that and not just because that he's God but because he loves us and he desires us and he loves to hear from us. He loves it when we pray to him. Not it's not like oh my gosh I'm a healer now this these people are asking me and praying to me to heal them like now I gotta do it. No, God is excited. He's ready to ready to perform. He is faithful to perform so just as um also as the corona is going on, just being prayerful over that sometimes it it does our hearts good to hear this, you know, in the times of disasters and when things go on, it's like. We need to hear that somebody desires us. And especially when that somebody is the God of the universe. We need to hear that. That God will keep us. And that God will perfect everything concerning us. Especially our health. Going through this time. Even if you are sick or your family is sick with the corona. Just praying and knowing that God will perfect the things concerning you. You know, if you have faith. In God and know that God is faithful to perform. He will perfect your health. He will not let you go. You know, he will perfect those things concerning you. And that is where our hope can be. That is where our faith can be. And just, yeah, again, just being prayerful through this time and knowing that God has a perfect way and a perfect will. And it's never to harm us, but it's only to give us a future and a hope only to bless us so yes i am so excited to be doing the podcast and this is just one of um the few um sections that i got for this uh topic um the next one will be we are made in god's image so that will be the second one so today was god desires us with um god desires man to manifest himself And I meant not tomorrow, but uh, the next podcast will be that we are made in God's image. And that is one another reason why God desires us. So yes, as always, I am so excited to be on the podcast. Not only does this help you all, but it helps me as well. And like I said before, like this is a journey that I'm going through with myself and it just helps to bring other people along with you. So I am so glad that you have made it to the end of this podcast. Um, I'm just Really excited about the word of God and about the things that He's doing in my life, and I know that um, He is doing things in others' people's lives too. So, just staying true to the works of God that God is calling you to do, and um, just having faith in the promises of God that's one of my taglines is just always having faith in the promises of God and the things that He wants to manifest in our lives, even the the biggest promise of all, you know, and being at with Jesus Christ and just getting to that day where we see our Savior and we are able to be in the presence of our God. Like, that is the biggest promise of them all, but there are so many promises that God wants and desires to manifest right now. So, just keeping that in the forefront of your mind as you go through this time of the corona or just anything else that's going on in your life just keeping that god desires to fulfill his promises to you and just keeping that at the forefront so start making a list start making desires of your heart start making things that you want so god can fulfill those things you know so yes, that is the end of the podcast. And I pray that you all gain something from this. I pray that even God spoke to you himself during this and that your relationship with God does nothing but grow. And yes, just praying and being prayerful over you and all in your family as well. And without a further ado, goodbye. Have a blessed day.